Give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Together, let us say the portion of Psalm 145 appointed for today. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great kindness. The Lord is loving to everyone and his compassion is over all his works. All your works praise you, O Lord, and your faithful servants bless you. They make known the glory of your kingdom and speak of your power, that the peoples may know of your power and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. Your dominion endures throughout all ages. The Lord is faithful in all his words and merciful in all his deeds. The Lord upholds all those who fall. He lifts up those who are bowed down. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Romans. I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now if I do what I do not want, I agree that the law is good. But in fact, it is no longer I that do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells within me, that is, in my flesh. I can will what is right, but I cannot do it. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I do. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I that do it, but sin that dwells within me. 
So I find it to be a law that when I want to do what is good, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inmost self, but I see in my members another law at war with the law of my mind, making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Together let us recite the song of Simeon. Lord, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel of Matthew. Jesus said to the crowd, To what will I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to one another. We played the flute for you and you did not dance. We wailed and you did not mourn. For John came, neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came, eating and drinking, and they say, Look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. At that time, Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Today's readings from Scripture are two familiar passages, and they appear together in the lectionary every three years on Fourth of July weekend. In his letter to the church in Rome, Paul, on behalf of all of us, 
speaks to the reality that we are unable, by our own will, to do what we know is right. He names the truth that sin is in the world, in us, in human endeavors, insidiously working even in our most well-intended actions. In the Gospel from Matthew, Jesus beckons us with his comfortable words, Come to me, all you who are bearing heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Today's text together frame the problem and offer the solution. The problem of our human condition and the salvation and healing available by yoking ourselves to Jesus. Yesterday was the 4th of July, a national holiday, the day we dedicate to celebrate democracy, that bold idea and ideal of our country. The Founding Fathers declared, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Many of us remember a time when the school day began by standing facing the flag, and reciting together the words, One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Equality, liberty, freedom, and equal opportunity to pursue a life of meaning and purpose for oneself and one's family. A country where the God-given dignity of every person is respected and honored. As a child, I believed the words of the pledge when I said them every morning and was proud to know the words of the Declaration of Independence by heart. But it turns out that these ideas, these founding ideals, were aspirational at best. And if we are honest and can face the truth of history, we see that they are tainted by the sin of slavery and pervasive racism. In his speech on July 5, 1852, 76 years after the founding of the nation, Frederick Douglass said, The blessings in which you this day rejoice are not enjoyed in common. The rich inheritance of justice, liberty, prosperity, and independence bequeathed by your fathers, is shared by you, not by me. The sunlight that brought light and healing to you has brought stripes and death to me. This 4th July is yours, not mine. You may rejoice, I must mourn. I hope that you will take the time to read his entire speech, which I linked in yesterday's window newsletter. The effects of the inequality Douglas named 168 years ago persist today. As citizens who believe in human dignity and who value the ideals of democracy, we must listen to the voices of those who are speaking out now about injustice, 
systemic racism, climate crises, brutality and murder by those who are sworn to protect, hunger and homelessness in the wealthiest nation in the world. Voices of people who may not look like us. Voices of young people who are inheriting the world with these problems we have passed on. To actually respect someone else's dignity is to listen calmly, curiously, and to believe what they say. To listen and be open to having your perspective broadened, your mind or your heart changed. Too many news stories this week involve people shouting at each other, throwing things, pushing and shoving, even pulling out firearms. Certainly not listening. But remember our lesson from St. Paul this morning. While we know what is right, we do not do what we want, but we do the very thing we hate. Sin is real. Our brokenness is real. Our grief and frustration over the current virus and current events are real. Paul tells the truth when he says we have no power within ourselves to fix everything. He says, who will rescue me from this body of death? And then he rejoices along with us in the answer. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Jesus is the one who rescues us from the body of death, from the reality of sin, from despair. In today's gospel, Jesus beckons us. Come to me, all you who are bearing heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. The invitation, my friends, is to turn toward Christ, bringing our broken selves, vulnerable as an infant, open to learning and truth and love. The solution to our struggles is to yoke ourselves to Christ. To be yoked is to share burdens equally, to stand next to another and realize that your life, your hope, is tied to another. No one of us can do anything alone. Our lives are not meaningful alone. So Jesus says to each one of us, come over here. Come over here to me and let's do this together. And the this, the this he's talking about, the ministry of our lives, is to love as he loves. That's how we live, how we thrive, and how we participate in truth and hope. Our actions, our words, our prayers become no longer simply our human strivings, but rather participation in the great love and truth of God for all people. In the hymn, just after the sermon, we will sing, Take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee. 
Consecrated means to be holy, to be blessed. So may we join with Jesus and with one another. May we be yoked in humility, eager to learn love anew. Eager to give our hearts, our hands, and our voices to lives of love and mercy. Loving our neighbors as ourselves as we work in and with Christ to heal this broken world. Amen. Take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to Thee. Take my moments and my days, let them flow in ceaseless praise. Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray in the words our Savior Christ has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. O God, you have taught us to keep all your commandments by loving you and our neighbor. Grant us the grace of your Holy Spirit, that we may be devoted to you with our whole heart and united to one another with pure affection through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Please join me in praying to God for healing and comfort, mercy, and a renewed commitment to follow Jesus, saying, Lord, hear our prayer. O God of compassion, giver of life and health, we pray your healing mercies upon all people, the sick and those who care for them, the grieving and all who comfort them in their sorrow. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for courage and wisdom for our leaders and for our church as we discern our individual role and our community's call to heal the divisions which infect our country. Lord, hear our prayer. We ask, Heavenly Father, that we be guided by your spirit of love and by our baptismal promises to respect the dignity of every human being and all of your creation. Help us witness to your purpose with renewed integrity. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for those on our parish prayer list, Edith, Susie and Ellie, Edie, Barbara, Orly, Matthew, Colby, Jean, Jane, Sandra, Daniela, Michael, Mart, Scott, Charlie, Nigel, Christine, Ryan and Kim, Linda and John, Shannon, Lydia, Bill, Paul, Ellen, Will, Peter, Nancy, Marjorie and Larry, Vic, Robert, Audrey, Doug, Susan, Mary Sue and Charles, Isabel, Christina, Sergio, Tom, Joan, Caroline, Margot, Jenna, James, Betty Ann, Barbara, Sue, Justin, Jim and Deborah, Rick, Carol and John, Christopher and Heidi, Peter, Spencer, and all those you name now. And we pray for those who have died, especially Jonathan Elliott, 
Arthur Stevenson, and Mark Redwood. May they rest in the joys of heaven and God's loving embrace. Lord, hear our prayer. Mercifully accept these our prayers, O God, of all comfort and our only help in time of need. Amen. Good morning, friends. Two brief announcements. This upcoming Wednesday, July 8th at 7 p.m., we will be having a social justice open forum time um, hosted on Zoom. The link is in the window from yesterday. So please do consider coming and uh, coming together as community to talk about these matters uh, that were brought up in the sermon and matters that are on all of our hearts and minds. Again, that's Wednesday, July 8th at 7 p.m. on Zoom, Social Justice All Parish Forum. The second announcement is about coffee hour, which we will continue on Sundays after the service throughout the month of July. It will be a little bit simpler than before because we've lost our wonderful volunteer coffee hour coordinators. Um, So there will be no pre-registration and we won't go out into the breakout rooms. We'll just all be together in the big room um, from the beginning. And I will open that up no later than 1045 on Sunday. So I look forward to seeing you shortly um, where we can have conversation and fellowship. And for our final prayer today, we have the prayer for our nation, which comes from the Book of Common Prayer on page 838. Please join me. Almighty God, giver of all good things, we thank you for the natural majesty and beauty of this land. They restore us, though we often destroy them. Heal us. We thank you for the great resources of this nation. They make us rich, though we often exploit them. Forgive us. We thank you for the men and women who have made this country strong. They are models for us, though we often fall short of them. Inspire us. We thank you for the torch of liberty which has been lit in this land. It has drawn people from every nation, though we have often hidden from its light. Enlighten us. We thank you for the faith we have inherited in all its rich variety. It sustains our life, though we have been faithless again and again. Renew us. Help us, O Lord, to finish the good work here begun. Strengthen our efforts to blot out ignorance and prejudice and to abolish poverty and crime. And hasten the day when all our people, with many voices in one united chorus, will glorify your holy name. Amen. My friends, let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.